Hello, this is Christine, and today's morning briefing is called What Do Christians Believe? Number two. We all have them, but maybe unaware. They are the things that are not open to negotiation in our lives and usually follow our core values. Might involve parenting, work, exercise, nutrition, and certainly our belief system. Like as a mother of four, I never ever failed to get up and get my school-aged children off for the day, all the way through high school, making sure they ate, had their books and team workout clothes, and a kiss goodbye. Non-negotiable. So some of our non-negotiables are individual, personal, not absolutes that have no gray. But with God, as laid out in the scripture, there are distinctives that are absolutes. Friends, there is plenty of false teaching out there today, just as Paul warned in the scripture there would be. In order to not be taken in, we must know what we believe to be true about our Christian faith and be able to back it up with the word of God. What are the things biblical Christians ought to believe? Well, first, from the last briefing, these things. The Bible is the inspired, inerrant word of God. Truth. Number two, God is and always was. He is eternal, not a created being. Number three, God exists in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Number four, God is the creator. He's our creator. Number five, sin changed everything. It separated us from God. Number six, God made a way for our redemption. These absolutes, these convictions we followers of Jesus Christ hold can be costly. Again, look at what was happening in Acts chapter 7 and 8. Stephen stoned to death. Great persecution broke out and the people dispersed. Men and women dragged out of their houses and imprisoned. Make no mistake, the reason the believers were being persecuted was because of their faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior, their Messiah. Otherwise, there would have been no threat to Judaism, the Torah. It is the reason the Jewish leaders had him put to death under false charges of sedition against Rome. The seventh distinctive of biblical Christianity is God's instrument of grace was Jesus Christ. God incarnate. You see, Jesus Christ came, the perfect lamb, the once and for all sacrifice for the ransom we could not pay. Though we celebrate his birth on Christmas like it is the greatest day ever, it is not. The fact is, Jesus came to die. His birth would mean nothing if Jesus did not do what he came to do, go to the cross suffer and die and then that would have been the end of the story dramatic though it would have been there would be no christianity if he did not do what he said he would do number eight all of christianity hangs on the resurrection though confirmed dead and buried jesus christ rose from the dead Check the historians of the day, 
not just the writers of scripture. I mean, 1 Corinthians 15 is a fantastic treatise on the resurrection of Christ. The resurrection was a recognized miraculous occurrence. We serve a risen Savior. Yes! In number nine, only because Christ was raised from the dead, so shall we be raised on the last day. This is the how and the why we have eternal life. While I have included the supporting scripture references at the bottom of these morning briefings, these two verses must be shared this day, and in them we rejoice. And again, it's Paul who wrote, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. That's from 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 16 and 17. Ah, I love those verses. Well, amen? Amen. And now... I'm throwing it back with this great song by Third Day. I am, but I did not make. 
Jesus Christ is on.